Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast for what I think is a really killer episode. I am sharing a conversation I had with one of my fat loss fast track clients. Now, she is in her second round of the veterans group. So what that means is she went through the first 12 weeks and then a second 12 weeks, which is a different program. And now she is in her third and final 12 weeks, which I call the second level of the veterans track. Now, she's pretty awesome. She is a working mom. She is married. She is a medical doctor. And she has changed so much since I started working with her, but it hasn't been easy street all the way around. She had several periods of awesome consistency where she felt on top of the world. And those periods of consistency have gotten longer and her periods of inconsistency have gotten shorter. But we talk today, she's recently been in one of those periods of inconsistency, and we talk today about how to evaluate what triggered her into those really strong periods of consistency, and we talk very specifically about tactics to get back there. I think it's so common to have success and then maybe have a rough patch and feel lost. Like, how do I get back to that place where everything felt so great? How do I get back there? It seems like it's so far away. And you're never as far away from that as you think you are. So today is very tactical in terms of how to get back to a really good place. But we cover lots of different things. In fact, when we first uh, started talking, I knew from our interactions over email and in our private Facebook group that she was doing an intermittent fast. So out of the gate, we talk for a few minutes about intermittent intermittent fasting and paying attention to hunger because I just knew that's where she was at. So I've included that part of the conversation, even though that's not the bulk of it. We have some interesting conversations about hunger and when we think we should eat versus when we really need to eat. And we also talk about, you know, creating drama over food and preemptive eating, sort of feeling like, oh gosh, I better have something or else and how to get over those feelings. She also was really inspired by episode 284 of the podcast, all about the year of you. So I'm going to link that up in the show notes. But this episode is really about leveraging specific strategies and tactics to get to a place where you are making progress, where you're focusing on the things that motivate you and you're using the right motivations. One of the things we spend a good few minutes talking about is the double-edged sword of progress and how sometimes the fact that we've made progress sort of lulls us into this complacency of, well, things have been going so well, so I can kind of back off a little bit. And then before before we know it, we're so far away from that great place we had been in, and we don't know how to get back. 
So I think you're really going to enjoy today's episode. Definitely take a listen. It's full of really concrete strategies. I know they've made a big difference uh, for this particular client since our episode aired. And I'm, as always, really, really grateful that she was willing to let me share this with you guys because I know it will be a huge benefit to you. We do talk about specific things within the Fat Loss Fast Track that have been helpful to her. Just to remind you guys, the next Fat Loss Fast Track kicks off on April the 2nd, 2017, and I will be opening up registration to the waitlist here in just about a week. So if you want to get on the waitlist, head over to the show notes page for this episode. There'll be a link over there, or you can always go to primalpotential.com forward slash shop. When you see the Fat Loss Fast Track right now, if you click on that, that'll take you to the place where you get on the wait list. So definitely check that out if it is something you are interested in. We are going to jump right into my conversation about how this particular client's intermittent fast is going. So that's kind of where we're diving into the conversation. And then we will get into how we are getting her back to the place where she felt really awesome about her choices. Hello, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am doing well. How's your day going? It's a good day. Yeah, are you fasting still? Have you eaten? What's the story? I have not eaten. How do you feel? Um, I feel pretty good. Yeah? Actually, yeah. I feel acutely aware of how reactive I've been lately to a little bit of hunger. Yeah. Because um, cause I'm noticing that I'm, I'm hungry by this point. Right. Um. But I'm, but I'm okay. I'm keeping myself busy. I'm probably getting more done than I normally would. Right. It's interesting how those initial like waves of hunger, they just go away. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're just not there anymore. It's like there's this initial sort of idea of hunger and we typically react to it. But if you don't, it goes away. Exactly. And I think, you know, the days that I tend to do this naturally are my work days. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just think I'm so busy yep. that I don't even notice. I don't even notice the little waves. And the next thing I know, it's lunchtime. Sometimes I notice that my stomach growls in my last couple patient rooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, And I just sort of apologize and keep going. But I don't right. feel physically badly. Right. I just, my stomach growls. Right. Um, so being just at home today, it's a little different because. Yeah. There's more opportunity to eat. Exactly. So you're just naturally thinking about it more. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not as much schedule. Yeah. And I know that I should be hungry. (laughs) Right. Anyway. What does that even mean? Let me ask you a question about that because I'm curious and I want you to be curious too. I should be hungry. What does that mean to you? Um... I guess just that if I haven't eaten in 15 hours, it makes sense that I would be hungry. I wonder if it means more like it's time to eat. So I should be eating versus I should be hungry. You know what I mean? I do. Like it's a slight difference, but I think it's a significant difference. Right. It's more external. Expectation based on pattern of behavior versus like I would say for myself 
I don't really know when my body really, really, really needs to eat because I typically respond before I ever go too far down that hunger path. Yes. And I definitely do too. And that's one of the reasons that I'm wanting to play with this so much. I feel super excited about it and curious. Yeah. I think for me, it comes from a, a space of curiosity where like, I totally get what you mean. I haven't eaten in 15 hours, so I should be hungry. But I think what's probably more true is I never go this long without food. So, like, I mean, <laughs> I've, right, exactly. I've eaten in response to hunger in far shorter of a time period. Ergo, I should be ravenously hungry. But I think what's most interesting is, but you're fine. Right? right like, fine. you're you're hungry. You're aware of that. But you know, that hunger sensation that you maybe in the past have reacted to at say 10 hours. What was that real? Right. Maybe not. You know what I mean? And who knows, but I think it's just interesting to be slightly more open-minded about when we think we just want food or when we're in the habit of eating versus I should be hungry. Like, hmm, who knows? Maybe not. Well, and I'm, I'm excited because I feel like I'm in a good space to do this. Mm-hmm. What does that, that mean I to you versus a bad space? Like, what does that mean to you um, in a good space now versus what, what would maybe have put you in a bad space before? I think that I'm better about my all or nothingness. Mm-hmm. And it's not perfect, but I'm, I'm a lot better about... Um, Seeing that going without food doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to go overboard with food later mm-hmm. because I'm in control of that. That's Whereas, right. Unless you choose to. Right. Exactly. And I, and I think when I'm talking about spaces, like any time I've ever heard anybody talk about fasting, I've just recoiled. Like mm-hmm. it just sounded like the wrong, wrong, wrong thing for me because I just thought, well, I I can't do that. I can't not eat because then I'll eat everything. Right. And I didn't have that reaction, you know, and hearing you and Ella do the podcast about it and reading about it. Like there's no part of me that is freaked out about going overboard. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a choice you'll either make or you won't make. I totally agree. Yeah. I think so many people, and I've been here, we link restriction with overindulgence. And if it, it, like, as if they are, inextricably connected and it's just not true we have the full control when we are in a period of exercising that control like whether that's fasting whether that's you know deciding you're going to follow the golden rules of carbs and fat loss whether it's deciding you're going to work out every day and then you have control over what comes next whatever that is like it's not oh if I go to the gym consistently for seven days it's like I've expected too much of myself and then I never go back right it's, right exactly it's, it's we have to break these associations that only they come from our pattern of behavior they're well informed but they're not real well and I I learned through working with you that I and looking at my journal and everything that I did so much preemptive eating mm-hmm. in my life like oh well I better bring a snack and I better eat a snack because if I get too hungry later, I won't make a good choice. Mm -hmm. You know, that was my, that was the way I operated. And And part of it is, I think, because you don't believe in yourself, you don't trust yourself, but also because you don't understand your own control over the situation. Right. 
and it's better. It's not great, but it's it's certainly better. And I don't have this need to always have food with me. And mm-hmm. you know, not that I don't think ahead and try to prepare, but it used to be like I would always have these bars in my purse and, oh, my gosh, what if I'm out and I get hungry, you know? Right, right. Yeah, no, I've thought that way, too. Like, oh, gosh, what if I'm on a road trip and, and I don't have a snack and I get hungry? What will I do? Like, figure it out or wait. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, we create so much drama around food. And one of the cool things I've seen kind of in your evolution of mindset related to your food choices and related to your personal control over it is you've relaxed a little bit. You've relaxed Mm. about, I don't, I I, like, I intentionally didn't say a lot. Um, (laughs) No, I agree. I agree with you. Um, But I think that you have, you don't have the same need for, microscopic level of control over every meal and every workout and every day and having control over your schedule and your weekends. Like, I think you have relaxed some of that, which gives you a whole lot more freedom and it gives you a better ability to enjoy your days too. It's true. I mean, that's been my outside perspective of, of seeing the evolution of your comments, of your emails, of things like that, where now you just know no matter where you end up or how much time you have or what yesterday looked like or what's going on tomorrow, you full well recognize that you're in control of what you do, period. Yeah, I definitely own it mm-hmm. a lot more mm-hmm. um, and, and think less like that things are happening to me. Right. Um, I've been in a bad, well, I'm going to say it wrong, but I... I haven't been thrilled with my food choices these past few weeks, but I realized that I've been making them. And, you know, that's why the challenge for this week to, I can't remember how you phrased it, but find our depth yeah, is, is a big, awesome challenge for me because it's like, okay, you can choose differently. So right. let's do it. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, this, you know, that, this happens sometimes. Okay, that happened. And now what are you going to do today? Right. Let's do this. Let's go backwards a little bit because sure. for you to kind of be in this place where the past few weeks you're not feeling so great about how things have been going prior to that, I know you were in a place where you were psyched about the work that you had done, the consistency you had established. Tell me kind of about that period and the changes that you made that that improved how you felt day to day? Because you were, you were in a really, really great place. And I, and I think you're not far from that at all. But tell me about the changes you made that had you feeling so fantastic uh, in terms of your consistency and your self-control. Well, it was triggered by a podcast, 284. Is that right? No idea. I don't know. It's the one where like, I don't know. And I, I just keep hitting play on it. Um, I'm not sure which number it is, but it's like, basically like, this is your year. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, the one from my, from my conversation with one of my clients. Yes. And I will link to that in, in the show notes if we've turned this into a podcast for sure. Well, I mean, I was in my car when I was listening to it and basically the gist of it is, 
you know, you made it very clear this podcast is not for everybody. Like you might not all be in this space, Mm -hmm. but for those of you who've kind of been dinking around and kind of doing stuff and you've done a lot of mindset work, but you're not like, yeah, really bringing it. Mm -hmm. What are you waiting for? This is it. Like, Mm -hmm. let's do this thing. And I was so inspired by that because that's kind of how I felt like I've been. Like I, I kind of get really into it for a little bit and then I kind of back off and mm-hmm. then I, you know, kind of get into it again. And, and that, those words, just like, this is your year. Like, yeah, let's do this work. You can do this work and be this person that you want to be. And so, I mean, one thing that I did is that I, I listened to that multiple times mm-hmm. and, um, whenever I listen to it, I like know what's coming next. And, yeah. And so it kind of just got into my head. It was like this little um, cheerleadery mantra thing. And also, I think it really spoke to me because consistency has probably been my biggest struggle. Mm-hmm. And it was a reminder that, of how important that is, that that's where I've really struggled, you know, consistent for a while. And then I I don't know how to say it exactly, but I, and and then I'm not, and then right. I go backwards and, and I really was motivated to just keep moving forwards. And it didn't mean that every day was going to be perfect, but, but I was fired up to kind of tackle every day. Like, you know, what's the best that I can do today. Right. Um, and I did for a very long time yeah. and weeks and weeks where I felt great. And that's, I think where, you know, I get to now it's like well what the heck happened what where did that fire go well here's here's something that I think I want you to not lose sight of because prior to that extended period of you being really consistent and feeling really proud of yourself it seems like you were in a cycle of like a few days that were really wins a few days that were draws and a few days that you could chalk up as maybe a loss like definitely not only not making progress towards your goals but maybe moving in the other direction is that is that fair Mm -hmm. So then you moved from maybe like a few good days, a few meh, you know, a few, uh, then you went to (laughs) weeks of days that were wins. Now that in and of itself is dramatic progress. The key now is when you get into this, this period where the days aren't making you feel as energized, as proud, as as in control of your choices as you want to be, the the key is let's nip it in the bud and not let that last. And then we're, we're always on this trajectory towards we want more of the days that make us feel amazing. We want fewer of the days that don't make us feel so amazing. And when we have those days, they don't turn into weeks or months of, oh my gosh, I'm not prioritizing taking care of myself and everything I had done, I've now undone. You know, what we want to do is kind of shorten those refractory periods. And it makes me think about, I don't know if you heard a podcast not that long ago, it was a shorter episode where I was talking about one of the lessons I learned from one of my previous trainers about not pausing when you move yeah. from, yeah, from when you move yeah. from one exercise to another, not using that break in momentum as a reason to stop or rest or pause. You are living that right now. So don't use this break in momentum as this, this lull, this, we want to get to the next good rep as fast as possible. 
right? It doesn't matter how many days or weeks it's been of you not feeling really great. The only objective now is let's get to that next great rep as fast as possible. Does that make sense? It makes absolute sense. And And I, and go go ahead. ahead. No, no, you. I was just going to say when I heard that podcast, I think it was at the beginning of this lull Mm -hmm. and I, you know, I was like, okay, here I go. Mm -hmm. And, and then I, I forgot about that podcast. And that's okay. That's a good reminder. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I would say is since we know, since you're so clear on the fact that 284 or whatever the episode number was, um, was so powerful for you in creating that awesome period of consistency that you felt so proud of, either keep going back to that maybe as part of your routine or create an abbreviated message like that for yourself and listen to it every single day. I mean, people love when I respond to emails with a voice note or when I do some shorter podcasts or like the daily motivations will say, oh, this one was it for me. I listen to it every day. You and everybody can do that for yourself. And I often think that's even more powerful when you're able to say, all right, look, You've screwed around with these ideas. You've, think, you've thought about it for so long. No more investing the emotional energy without the physical energy. No more thinking about it without doing it. Like create that message for yourself and maybe it's only 30 seconds or 60 seconds or two minutes or whatever, but then you say without fail that that is part of your routine, that that's what you listen to as you put on your makeup or you pull back your hair or you drive to work or you, you start your workout or whatever it is incorporate that, use that. You have identified that as a catalyst. So either listen to that episode or if that's too long and it's not something you can incorporate on a regular basis, make your own. I love it. I'm going to do that today. I mean, that's one of the reasons, one of the things I did um, at Ascend was I had everybody write a letter to themselves and then they turned it into me and I mailed it to them 30 days later. And without exception, when people got that letter 30 days later, words from themselves that were like, hey, you're doing the work, you're changing your life, and here's why this matters so much, and here's what you have to look forward to, and here's what you're missing out on if you don't. So let's not even consider that. Let's forge ahead and create this amazing life. Let's not waste another day. Those messages are profoundly powerful. And it doesn't take having somebody to turn it into who's going to mail it to you 30 days later record an audio note for yourself and have it be your alarm clock. Have it be, (laughs) you know, whatever it is, use what you have identified as a powerful motivator to continue to motivate you. It's a great idea. You know, as you're talking, one thing that I think is cool about this lull um, is after all this time working with you, I'm so much more aware during my lull, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though I'm not thrilled with my choices, I'm so much more aware of my self-talk, of the ways that I talk myself into things. I think it's stuff that I just didn't even notice before. Yep. Um, Last week, I stopped on the way home and I bought us all these individual pizzas. Okay. For dinner. Mm -hmm. Because I was at work super late. I don't, I don't eat pizza. I couldn't tell you the last time I ate pizza. Mm -hmm. And I stopped. And I, rather than what I would have normally done, which is maybe bought three for the rest of my family and made myself a fat loss friendly dinner at home, I was like, I'm having a pizza. I'm going to get gluten-free crust. I've never 
done that. Mm. And I brought it home and I got out of my car in my driveway and I was lifting these four pizzas out of my car and I was like, yeah, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my gosh, you totally care. Yeah. Yeah. And I ate pizza anyway. But I heard it all. Like I heard the whole dialogue like, oh, you don't care. It's just one night. You never eat pizza. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hearing the the conversations. And I think that's really helpful. Yeah. And an improvement for me. Oh, totally. The awareness as it's happening instead of waking up one day and going, what have I been doing for the last few weeks? I feel terrible. Yes. I think that's major. And one thing I've noticed in working with you is that you're very cerebral. You're a thinker, right? I know this. Mm-hmm. And this is true. just like the activity of getting to the next rep as fast as possible, it's no different in your own thoughts. So even if we weren't talking about this, this lull, even if we were talking about a random day where you're just kind of battling your thoughts and you're in your head and you're recognizing them, break out of that by saying next best rep as fast as possible. So mm-hmm. when you have those moments where you're like, oh my God, I totally do care. What am I telling myself? This is crazy. It's not that I don't care. I care very much. Then it's not like, oh, here I go observing this internal dialogue and I'm going to, how can I get, <laughs> how can I get, break that thought pattern, just like break the rest, break the lull and say, how can I get as fast as possible from here to my next great choice? And had that been the dialogue, you probably would have been that, that pizza's going in the fridge. And I'm going to do something else because I want to break this thought pattern of like, oh, how interesting that I'm aware of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next best choice as fast as possible. I like it. And that's a practice. It just like you have developed this awareness of your your inner monologue and how you kind of think about choices and think about decisions and think about where you're at and what you're doing and if it makes you proud and whatnot. You did that through practice the same thing is true of getting to the next best choice as fast as possible. It's the same strategy. I have to practice. You do. And the great thing about challenges, about days that you feel like, oh, this is not going how I want, they are full of opportunities to practice. And the more of those there are, and the more of them you capitalize on, the faster you get better. The faster it becomes, this is just the way I think. This is just the way I behave. Just like you're so now acutely aware of the way that you think and the way you talk yourself into choices, good or not so good, the same is true of of how you can break the pattern of thought or mulling things over or beating yourself up or wishing things are different with immediate action, immediate good choice. All right, here I am in this haze and this thinking, 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 why do I do this? What's wrong? Why was things were going so well? And now break that and turn immediately to action. That's one of the things from that podcast that, that stuck out is the, okay, great. You've gotten to a place where you're not spending so much time beating yourself up. Mm-hmm. Now take turn action. That. Exactly. You know, like because now people can stay that. there. And, and right. you know, it's, um, I talked about this in the email that went out uh, just a couple of days ago about, about my move and I was recording a podcast to address a lot of the questions that came in on that and I talk about how any degree of progress is a double-edged sword because if you allow it to sort of make you feel validated, vindicated, 
I don't know, anything like that, that can cut the wrong way if you use it to justify not taking the next step. Oh, it's so great that I don't beat myself up because I had the pizza. I'm moving on. What are you, are you really moving on? Are you just letting it go or are you truly moving on? Letting it go is lovely, but it's not the path to progress. Moving on means, and now I take care of myself, which requires action. Well, and I also see it with myself. And as you're saying that, I'm realizing, I think some of what gets me into a lull mm-hmm. is getting a little Pride. bit comfortable, mm-hmm. like, well, I feel Ego. better, I look better, mm-hmm. my clothes fit, I've I don't been have so to good. work as hard, yeah. I've been really good, I go somewhere, somebody gives me some positive feedback, mm-hmm. well, it's like, well, and I get comfortable, mm-hmm. and I start to get a little loose in my, you know, a little well, loosey-goosey here's, with- here's the thing, because I don't want anybody, you or anybody else, to think that we can never just be okay with where we are because that's not it at all. But here's the difference. You are either doing this for results and therefore when you get results, you don't need to do it anymore or you're doing it for the purpose of making yourself feel your best. You will always struggle for as long as you are doing it for the end point. And I know that's something you continue to struggle with. When you are approaching your choices your decisions, your days, your what at your workouts, your food choices from the perspective of I want to feel my best. Then that positive feedback is not going to make you justify a low. And that progress, your clothes fitting better, liking what you see in the mirror anymore is no longer going to set you up to say, "Oh well, live a little, I deserve it." When you make that shift and it comes from repeated redirection, When you make that shift from I'm doing this for results because I want my waist to be leaner, because I want my legs to be smaller, because I want to see the number on the scale go down. When you make that shift to saying, I just want to feel my best every day. I want to feel proud of myself. I want to feel good about my body. Then when I'm thinking about, do I want that glass of wine? It's no longer about, oh, well, fat loss goals, because the one glass of wine in and of itself is easy to say, it's not going to make a difference because it's not in and of itself. But that pattern of thinking, that way of making decisions, that is the problem. So when I say, well, how am I going to feel afterwards? How am I going to feel in the morning? I hate the feeling when I wake up knowing that I overate or I drank too much the day before. Physically, I'm like, ugh, especially when it's extended days. So you've got to practice that shift between my sole motivator is how I feel versus am I moving in the direction of physical results? Absolutely. And I, I can see that so clearly because I think that maybe like I forget that mm-hmm. and, I, and I, my focus isn't where I, where it should be. And then I start to back off and then, Oh my gosh, I mean, I do not feel well mm-hmm. when I make these choices. Right. And I, I think I mentioned it in email or on Facebook lately that you know, I don't treat my family well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when I am in the midst of of poor choices, I don't like the person that I become. And mm-hmm. so I need to remember that because I I don't want to be making choices that, you know, affect me that way. Yeah. Um, 
And so, I mean, that's just another good reminder. It's like, no, 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 you, (laughs) I mean, everything about me is better when I'm taking care of myself. It's not just about, as you say, about the results. I mean, I just, I carry myself differently. I'm more confident. That's right. I get more things done. You're more at peace. Exactly. And I think that that in some way needs to be part of this message you create for yourself. This isn't about, oh, I deserve it because, you know, hey, I look good. I'm working out well, like my clothes fit better. No, it's what's going to make me most peaceful and happy. When you are being consistent in taking great care of yourself and making good choices in controlling the way you think about things, when your eyes are on your own work, it's not just that your body responds, your whole life responds. You create unnecessary tension when you justify these choices that don't make you feel good, but in the moment, that's not where your focus is. So I want you to work really hard at retraining yourself to have that be your focus, that you don't need to just think about these things. You need to do these things. When you find yourself making choices you don't feel good about, the goal is to get to the next best choice as fast as possible, and it's never ever for the purpose of results because for as long as it is you'll continue to struggle it is really about the purpose of feeling your best in every way and I know that's a hard shift to make and I know you've made a lot of progress in that arena but I think that when you point out what triggers you know the the kind of turn away from the consistency it's it's the sense of accomplishment that you create because of the results that you get And that is a big, huge waving red flag that your reason needs to be adjusted a little bit. Well, and it's, I do struggle sometimes with the idea of not really having a goal, but really that is the goal. That is the goal. goal That is the goal. That is the goal. just to to feel amazing. About your body physically, about your health emotionally. It's not just like, I want to feel good today. It's physically, I want to feel good about my body, right? I want to feel energized. I want to feel confident. I want to feel good about my choices. I want to feel good about the way I interact with my family. I want to feel good about the way I can move. That is that. That's not only a goal. It's a freaking epic one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. And, And I think the way we practice that is when you start thinking and justifying, oh, well, my clothes feel really good. Oh, this little thing isn't going to matter. Ask yourself, well, what's going to make me feel my best? What's going to make me feel my best? That's how I need to make this decision. Not the size of my waist. Not the fact that everybody tells me I look great. Not the fact that I've had five consistent days in the past. No. What's going to make me feel my very best? Yes. So let me ask you this as we sort of wrap up here, because you've been through a couple of fat loss fast tracks and you've had tremendous success and you've also had some challenges and some struggles and some frustrations. Um, If somebody was to say to you, I don't know, I'm on the fence. Like, I, I don't, you know, I like the podcast, but I've spent so much money and I don't know if I should just kick my butt in gear and do it myself versus go through the fat loss fast track. What would be your two cents based on your experience? Well, I, I came into it just really at the end of my rope with myself, really. Um, I remember the first email I sent you was 
you know, I'm on this roller coaster. I keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And, and you were the first person who I ever uh, felt like understood where I was Mm -hmm. and, and said, well, you know, (laughs) consider this fat loss fast track. I think that it might be a really good fit for you. And I was just ready. I was ready to work and to be done with that vicious, what I felt like was a vicious cycle, or I would say I was a broken record or on this roller coaster, I couldn't get off of whatever it was. Um, I was ready to do something differently. And I, I think the key has been that I was ready to put some time in and some effort in I, I don't think I would be ha- I don't think I would be a different person today like I am. I feel like I am. Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't have spent the time and the energy using the information that you were yeah. giving us, mm-hmm. taking the time for myself. I mean, it would be possible to spend the money and, and then not with really it. do yeah. anything, you know. But but I didn't do that. And mm-hmm. I I have been on a journey and I think that's one thing people need to realize is it's not 12 weeks to <laughs> no. end point. Right. It really isn't. I mean, I'm on my third mm. fast lo- fat loss fast track mm-hmm. and, you know, I am, oh my gosh, I am so much happier and um, more in touch with myself and in such a better place, but I'm not done. You know, right. it's, it's a journey. So I think, if, if somebody was thinking about it, first of all, I would make sure that, you know, you're really ready to do some work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I would say, oh, my gosh, do it because it's so worth it. I mean, yeah. I the, the structure, the way that you format it, the way it's so individual, the way I feel like I am figuring out myself finally and what works for me. Mm-hmm. It's it's worth every penny. Well. Sure. It's been a joy to kind of be a part of your of your process of your journey um, to celebrate with you when you feel amazing about things and help dig you out when you feel like things aren't going so well. And um, I just love every chance I get to interact with you because your determination to create the life that you really are capable of living and that you deserve is is really inspiring. So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. I I am so thankful for you. And I mean, I really, I've said this before, but you're really the only person in my life who tells, tells it like it is. (laughs) And and I think that everybody else knows me well enough to know that they have to, I'm so sensitive and I'm so reactive. And, and so they won't necessarily say what they're thinking. And you just tell me and I need it. I need to hear it. So I think it's, it's helped me grow. Well, I'm so, so glad. I'm so, so glad. Oh, there are so many good things in that episode. I think that's one that I will go back to because there are great reminders in there for me about how to break through periods where you just feel like you're a little stuck. You're never stuck and we want to get to the next best choice as quickly as possible. Final reminder for you guys that the next Fat Loss Fast Track will kick off on Sunday, April 2nd. There is a wait list and you can get on the wait list and 
and then that way you'll be the first one to know when I open up registration. You can get on the wait list by going to the show notes page for this episode over on primalpotential.com or you can go to primalpotential.com forward slash shop and what you will see there is Fat Loss Fast Track. When you click on that, it will take you to a place where you can pop in your email address and you can also read all about so many more details about the Fat Loss Fast Track and how it works and how the coaching works and what's included and all of that kind of stuff is over there. So thank you again to one of my favorite clients for being so open about where she's at and what's working for her. If you are curious about episode 284, I will link that up in the show notes as well. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and I will be back in a couple days with another episode. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.